0: What's your day been like? I've had an interesting day. I don't know about you. But you know, it's not always about everything going good that determines what the day is like. It's what's happening in the spirit. And um, we're going to delve into the word today. And the title of our message today, my little piece of paper here, is The Thief and the Saviour. The Thief and the Saviour. We all know what the thief has come to do. And we all know what the Savior has come to do, but who is coming knocking on your door today? (coughs) What are you facing today? Anyway, (coughs) choking myself here already. Must be the thief coming, eh? (coughs) huh? All right, let's just take a moment to pray. We're going to delve into the Word tonight. We're just going to uh, have a... An amazing time of supernatural breakthrough, for this is the hour to see his kingdom come and His well done. Welcome, B. Good to see you. All right, <clears throat> let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that you gather us together uh, around your word. We give you permission to speak into our lives today. We know that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. And Father, we know that you are our source so we cancel out the assignments of the enemy right now. Father, we put on the full armor, not just a, a piece of the armor. We put on the full armor of Jehovah against the fiery darts of the enemy. And we just proclaim the victory, that this is the hour that we are called to stand upon your promises and see the victory in Messiah. So we just give this time to you right now. We pray, Father, that you speak to us. Um, that you will be uh, clear in uh, what you have to say to us through the word tonight. And we ask, Father, for an open heaven. Father, it doesn't matter what comes forth from my mouth, but what do you want to speak into each individual's um, lives tonight? That's what we're here for. We're here to hear from you. So we surrender and we submit our lives to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Okay, so, you know, one of the Psalms, I like to go to the Psalms most uh, days when we come and speak. But I want us to go to the book of Psalms 65. And, you know, I love what we see in this Psalm. We see David bringing forth praise to Yehovah because he is granting favor. Uh, he demonstrates his greatness. He demonstrates his ha- His harvest And, you know, what we want to see is we want to see the Redeemer, which is the Messiah, released into this earth. We want to see redemption. We want to see the creative power of Yahovah moving in our lives. And we also want to see his provision. So anyway, let's just delve into this uh, praise that we see in Psalm 65. It says in verse 1, Praise awaits you, O Elohim, in Zion. To you, our vows will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Verse 2. O you who hear prayer, to you all men will come. O you who hear prayer, I'm going to read it again just so we get hold of it, that we have a God who hears our prayers. To you all men will come. Verse 3. When we are overwhelmed by sin, you forgive our transgressions. Hallelujah, that Yeshua paid the price for our sins, that he forgives our transgressions, that you can be overwhelmed. You might be in a place right now where you just think you've done so much. You just, like, why would God want you? Why would Yeshua pay the price for you? And I just want to encourage you that we have a God, number one, who answers prayer. We have a God who hears us. And, you know, he will deliver you uh, from whatever you are going through, whatever you are facing, if you will turn and trust in Him. And, you know, this is not just about turning to Yeshua just because, you know, you're you know you're not giving your life to Him and you just think that forgiveness can come and you can live like hell, live like the devil. And, you know, every weekend just come and say, Oh, forgive me, you know, go into your little confession box in the Catholic Church, confess your sins and have... Uh, the fathers say everything's okay and you walk away. You know, it's not just the Catholics that act like that. Sometimes many believers act like that, that you can live like hell and think it's going to be okay. But it's not okay. We want to set our face like a flint towards the Savior. We want to be faithful and we want to honor him in all of our ways. Verse 4. Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with... With the good things of your house, of your holy temple. You answer us with awesome deeds of righteousness. And here was me thinking the word awesome was American. Ha, it's right here in our scriptures. It's not American after all. Look at that. You know, even David's using the word awesome. Hallelujah. You answer us with awesome deeds of righteousness. Oh, Elohim, our Savior. The hope... Of all the ends of the earth and of the the furthest seas, who formed the mountains by your power, having armed yourself with strength, you stilled the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, and the turmoil of the nations. He is the one who stills the rolling of the seas. I love it when Yeshua says, "Peace be still to the storm." And all the disciples are like, what just happened? Even the, the wind and the the waves uh, are obedient to the words of the Messiah. Verse 7, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, and the turmoil of the nations. Doesn't matter what's happening in the nations. Doesn't matter what turmoil's going, out, uh, going on out there. You know... We are going to be found in the presence of Jehovah. We don't want to be involved in the turmoil of this world system, but we want to be bringing change into this world. You are called to bring supernatural change. We're called to speak forth His Word into trouble, into disorder, discord. We're called to speak the Word of Yahovah. We have Messiah dwelling within us. And you know, what does the Father want to do? He wants to paint his story over the canvas of your heart. He doesn't want you to paint all the medals and all the awards and all the awesomeness of who you are or whatever you have done. But he wants to paint his story on the canvas of your heart. So every time we see the pictures of how We are seen before man. The Father says all of that counts for nothing. It's how are we seen before the presence of a living God. Hallelujah. So we want to speak to the turmoil. We, we want to speak to the storms. Peace be still. We have authority to do this because Messiah is dwelling within us. Oh, brother, you know, you can't speak peace to the storm. What do you think? You're Jesus? Do you think you're Yeshua? No, but the Messiah is dwelling within each and every one of us. And when we recognize who he is, we'll start to see the authority and the boldness of a mighty God that will come forth through our lives to bring change to this world that is around us. Hallelujah. Thank you Father. Verse 8. Those living far away fear your wonders. Where morning dawns and the evening fades. You call forth songs of joy. Where the morning dawns and the evening fades. You call forth songs of joy. Look it doesn't matter if you're in the morning or the evening right now. This is a time to rejoice. To rejoice. In the midst of whatever we are facing, whatever we're facing as individuals, whatever we are facing as community of believers, whatever we are facing in the nations, within our nations, we will come with songs of joy. Hallelujah. Verse 9. You care for the land and you water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of Elohim, Elohim are filled with water To provide the people with grain, for so you have ordained it. Hallelujah. He has ordained it. He provides us with the water that we need. Who is the rock that brought forth the water in the wilderness for the children of Israel? It's the Messiah. It's a foreshadow of his provision. He will give us living water within our lives. Are we drinking from the brook where you'll never thirst again? Are you receiving from the Father? What does it mean to drink uh, from Messiah where you'll never thirst? What what it means is it doesn't matter what's coming against you to to overwhelm you. Yeshua is all you need. There's nothing else you need. Only him. It's all you need. You know, if Yeshua is all you have, You have everything that you need. So don't shrink back. Don't be discouraged. Don't step back. Stand upon the promises of Yahovah, and we speak a holy order in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. We talk about that he provides the people with grain. You know, he gives you seeds that you can plant. He gives you grain that you can eat but he also gives you the source so that you can bring forth the provision because what he has ordained it for you that you will be watered and you will uh, have the provision that you need he is our provider hallelujah you drench the furrows and level its ridges you soften it with showers and bless its crop the father knows how to uh, bring the rain even over the crops in that time of year. You know, we don't need downpours and, and and hailstones when the crops are sensitive and the stems are weak. But the Father will bless your crops. So you might be in a place saying, well, I just don't see the fruitfulness of uh, God's blessing over Uh, the work of my hands over the things that I do? Why is it in the midst of all of this COVID pandemic? Why am I in the place of lack? And, you know, you might feel discouraged. But let me tell you something. Sometimes the Father will take you all the way through into the midst of the storm just to show his glory. So, you know, if you're in the midst of the storm and you don't know how you're going to move to the next phase, Let's praise, let's be people who stand upon his name, upon his word. Hallelujah. You crown the year with your bounty, and your carts overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the desert overflow, the hills are clothed with gladness, the meadows are covered with flocks, and the valley are are mantled with grain. They shout for joy and sing. And what what is uh, David saying within this psalm? He's not just talking about how he's going to water the land and the blessings that are in the place of Zion. But what he is saying is that he will make a way. He will provide. He will be the redeemer that you need to bring transformation. Yes, he is bringing us back to the land of blessing, back to the land of the fullness. And we don't want to get caught up in modern-day Zionism. We don't want to get caught up in the, uh, the systems of, you know, look, look at what it says in uh, Genesis chapter 12. You know, we'll just turn there for a second. We'll just turn to Genesis chapter 12. You know, some people are, are just distraught, thinking, What's going on with this election? There was Donald Trump. What was he doing? You know, he was doing everything to bless Israel. If he blessed Israel that much, how can he not be supercharged into uh, uh, another term? And, you know, we don't know what the outcome is going to be right now, but many people are quoting, even in Jerusalem Post today, it was saying, you know, well, what is it? All the evangelicals are standing up saying, you know, verse 3 of Genesis chapter 12, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. And they say they, they apply this to Israel, when in reality, this portion of Scripture is concerning Abraham. He is the father of our faith. It's not modern-day Zionism. It's not the state of Israel under democracy. That's not what it's talking about. And, you know, the lie that's out there is that if you bless Israel and you pour your blessing to Israel, as in the land Israel and modern-day Zionism, if you bless that, then you're going to be blessed. You know, if you move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, that's, that's great. That's all awesome. But, you know, if we've still got abortion in the land if we've still got uh, homosexuality being lifted up and honored and, and welcomed into the land, you know, what, what exactly, what type of blessing are we thinking that we are going to get, you know, when we see a land called Israel right now in lawlessness, you know? Don't get me started on this stuff, but, you know... <sighs> We just want to stand and we want to read the scriptures in context of what it says. And we don't want to get caught up in manipulation and lying devils that are coming to do what? Steal, kill and destroy. You know, our false uh, interpretation of scriptures, um, you know, uh, false teachers and, you know, false teaching is out there to take us away from the truth. So what is it doing? It's stealing from us. Anyway, let's go to the book of John. We're going to read a few scriptures on spiritual warfare and just be encouraged in Yehovah because, you know, this is where we've got to stand and, you know, I want us to be able to just see what the scripture says and recognize the importance on how we are walking, which direction are we going in, and what do you do in the midst of warfare, How do you operate? Do you throw off the armor of God and put on the armor of Kenny or the armor of (laughs) your armor? Is that what we do in the midst of the warfare? Or do we yield to the Holy Spirit? I love what it says in John chapter 10, uh, verse 7. I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. So here the enemy is coming to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Three things. And Yeshua, he's not like going to match it with another three. He just says, but I have come, (laughs) I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. When you have the life of God, you have everything. It doesn't matter what this world throws at you. You're walking in the fullness of Yehovah. We're talking about the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Not those shepherds that when trouble comes, run off and desert the sheep. We have a good shepherd. <clears throat> we read that in uh, uh, the book of Isaiah the other day. Um, I can't remember if it was Isaiah chapter 5. We were reading from... Um, anyway, it was the scripture we were in the other day. Um can't remember what the, the verse was. It will come to me in a minute. You know, this uh, middle of the night here at one forty in the morning. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to proclaim the word in the middle of the night here from the land of Israel so that we can stand upon his promises. You know, I was, uh, I was telling you, I was asking you, what's your day like? You know, what's your day been like today? What things have you been faced? Well, from 9 o'clock this morning... I just had one phone call after another, and I just watched the divisive plans of the enemy on how the the demonic assignments of the enemy were seeking to pull me down in so many angles. You know, was there any angles left? You know talk about the the fiery darts of the enemy and this is why you've got the armor on for those fiery darts and we're going to see that in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 shortly those fiery darts are coming you know those arrows of fire are coming against you do you have your shield of faith do you believe that you are standing where the father has called you to stand Do you believe that you can see the victory, you can see the breakthrough right from where you are? Oh, it's so easy and it's very, it takes no effort to walk in discouragement. Oh, you know, I'm having a hard day, everything's bad and the whole world's falling around me. You know, look, it it doesn't take any time at all for you to work out or work up your negative uh, energy of your spirit and, and just Wah, wah, poor me, poor this, poor that. You know, when I see these fiery darts coming, what, what do I see? Because I'm disciplined in the Scriptures. I'm disciplined in the Word. I've, I've given my life to the works of serving God and to make a difference for His kingdom. So when the fiery darts come, I'm like, man, what, what, what am I engaged in right now that's causing this level of attack? It just reminds me of being in uh, uh, Ashkelon and, uh, you know, on the Gaza border. You know, what causes that uh, uh, array of, of rockets that come on the days that everything comes to its its peak? What, what is it that stirs things up? You know, the devil's mad about something. You know, just like Hamas is mad about something. And because they're mad about something, they don't care about the consequences of the Israeli Air Force coming against them to, uh, you know, destroy their uh, important buildings and targets within Gaza. And that's what the devil's doing. That's what he's doing right now in your life. That's what he wants to do in my life as well. You know, if he's getting mad at how you're walking and, you know, what is about to unfold before you in the days to come he's going to fire all the missiles he knows to fire at you so that you will be disqualified how can he break your faith how can he break uh you know your whole mindset of how you're going to walk in the spirit and this is where we've got to make a choice. You know, you don't just make a choice when everything's good. You've got to make a choice in the in the turmoil and the, the difficult places. Are you ready to choose life? Are you ready to say, yes, God, I count it an honor that the enemy wants to attack me. I count it an honor when he comes against me. But I'm not going to sit back. I'm going to stand. And when you've done all to stand, stand firm and see the victory of Yehovah. Thank you, Father. We have authority. And if we go to the book of Matthew, uh, let's go to Matthew chapter 18, and we're going to read a couple of verses there. Verse verse, uh, 18 and 19. I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth, agree about anything that you ask; it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Now we want to put this portion of Scripture within context. It's not just about two people coming together in agreement. It's, this is talking about the context of the discipline in the body of Messiah. Verse fifteen: If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault just between the two of you if he listens to you you've won your brother over but if uh, but if he will not listen take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses and this is the importance of a matter being established with two or three witnesses if he refuses to listen to them Tell it to the assembly, and if he refuses, that's a local assembly, and if he refuses to listen even to the assembly, treat him as you would a pagan and a tax collector. What does it mean? If if, if there's blatant sin taking place, and you are showing your brother that sin, and they are not uh, repenting, if their heart is not unto God, it's just filled with their own pride and their own agenda and where they want to go, if their heart's not unto God, then, you know, you you want to reach out and then eventually you've got to get to the place where you say, I can't walk with you anymore. If this is not your choice to walk in accordance with the will of God and in his ways, then you bring those witnesses against that brother so that they uh, can stand and say, you know, we agree, yeah, they are not walking in the truth. So a matter must be established with two or three witnesses. We see that in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 17, uh, verse 6. That's what it talks about. A matter has to be established um, with two or three witnesses. So, you know, but what are we saying here? Whatever you bind on earth, whatever you bind in heaven, whatever you loose in heaven, whatever you loose on earth, whatever you loose in heaven, we are called to walk in the authority of the Spirit. We're called to see... His kingdom come and his will done. We have authority. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Do you believe that? You know, uh, we, we used to live in the Kinneret, in the Galilee And in our property, you know, we had scorpions all the time. Even though we had all our doors sealed and everything, how did those scorpions get in? And, you know, you got to the level where I had no problem using my foot to kill the scorpions. And, uh, you know, here we have snakes. And there's a couple of times uh, there's been a snake on the path as I'm out walking with the dog. And uh, you think, you know, is this the time to just take my heel and crush this Palestinian viper on its head? Or is it going to get me, you know? <laughs> but, you know, we have authority. We can tread on serpents. And, you know, even when you've got those small serpents, you know, I'm not quite there yet. To, you know, I'm going to use something to pin it down before I kill it. But, you know, let's take them out. Let's destroy them. Let's not be in fear of these uh, serpents and scorpions. But we have authority over all of the powers of the enemy, over them all. So how are we activating the authority? In the name of Yeshua, we stand against the assignments of the enemy. So what are we talking about tonight? The thief and the Savior. The thief wants to come to steal, kill, and destroy But the Savior wants to come and give you life and life more abundantly, life to the full. So who's knocking on your door today? Who's trying to get in to your temple, to your dwelling? Who's trying to attack your family? Well, we put guards up right now in Yeshua's name and we say, devil, you have no authority Because we are washed and cleansed with the blood of Yeshua. You don't have to go put oil all over the doorposts of your properties and all around your land. That's not what you have to do. You have the Messiah dwelling within you. You have the fullness of the authority of Yeshua dwelling within you. I don't see Yeshua running around with a bottle of oil trying to anoint all the places to keep you safe. No, you just get filled with the Holy Spirit. Where did that come from anyway? Where did those traditions come from that we see within Catholicism and many people running about with their anointing oils, thinking that if they just dab the oil all over people, all over things, it's going to become holy, it's going to become blessed. It's the supernatural power. It's in the oil. No, it's in Messiah. So the question is, is Messiah dwelling within us? Is he in you? Is he in me? You have all the authority. You don't have to run around with a bottle of oil because the enemy's attacking you. No, <laughs> just sit down and break bread and drink a glass of wine and say, Hallelujah, Yeshua, you are at the center of my table. I am coming to eat from you. I'm coming to partake from you. Turn to Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Yeah, we're just going to hit on some scriptures and just be encouraged. 2 Thessalonians, in chapter 3. Alright, I'm trying to get used to my glasses here. You know, they've got this thing going on about the up and down, how I can see. Oh, it's such a blessing not to have to take my glasses off and on, you know. Huh, oh, it's awesome. I can see, but you know, sometimes I can't see because of the angles, so it's kind of funny. Anyway, uh, verse 1, finally, brothers, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for for not everyone has faith. It's an interesting portion of Scripture that we're looking at here, and it just emphasizes on the importance of the power of prayer. We're called to pray and stand with each other. Don't be an island on your own. Listen, if you fall and you're on your own, there's no one to help you. But if you fall and you have others around you, we can lift each other up and be a support to each other, be a blessings. Pray for us that the message of the Lord may be spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. We've got to be carriers of the message, of the gospel, of the kingdom. Hallelujah. That we will bring transform, transformation to this generation. So we're talking about the warfare, but we are being edified and built up. Why? Because the Father's equipping us. Maybe you were going down that canal of discouragement, that canal of, can nothing good ever happen to me? Why am I always in this place? You know, I was just praying with my wife, Haley, uh, before this broadcast, and she's like, why are we always in the fire? You know... And I said, maybe it's because we're firefighters. Hallelujah. We've got fires all around us all the time. We're firefighters. We're called to take out the darts of the enemy. We're called to come against the schemes of the enemy to bring forth the blessings <laughs> of Yehovah. So let's keep reading in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. But Yehovah is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one we have confidence in the lord that you uh, in the lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command may jehovah direct your hearts into elohim's love and messiah's um, perseverance hallelujah So we want to be directed in the right direction. Father, we set our face like a flint. Will you take us in the right way? We want to go in the right way. We want to press in. Um, You know, look, I I pray this scripture all the time. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says Yehovah. You know, how long does it take for these things to sink in? And we've got to meditate on these scriptures as we are walking on this path of bringing the kingdom. Yes, we're armed, we're dangerous, we're walking to bring the kingdom, to bring change to this generation. But it's not by might nor by power. So it doesn't matter. I, I work in business as well as in ministry, but business is not my source. The contract you sign is not your source. Yehovah is our source. You might be working a job and think you work for company so-and-so. But here's the reality. You work for Yehovah. So you might be in that company. But are you working in that company as unto the Lord? That's how we're called to walk. We are called to walk as unto the Lord. Ah. Uh. Where are we going? First Corinthians, come on. First Corinthians, chapter fifteen. First Corinthians, chapter fifteen. If you're blessed and encouraged, just give some thumbs up there on YouTube and Facebook. Hallelujah. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, is our feeds going out? Oh yeah, we've got yeah we've got the feeds going out on YouTube. Yeah, we've got Pete there. Hi Pete, how's it going? We've got Cassandra as well. Good to see you. Yep. Praise Yahovah over there. On uh, we've got Tony as well on YouTube. Good to see you. Yeah, praise the name of Yeshua. What a blessing. We've got Christy with us as well. <laughs> She's on Facebook. Her husband's on YouTube. Hey, hallelujah. All right, First Corinthians chapter fifteen. Why is this chapter got so many verses anyway? there's so much being said in chapter 15. But we're going to go all the way towards the end of the chapter. Oh, brother, what is that you're doing? Are you doing cut and paste Christianity? No, I just want to edify us in the Spirit. It's okay to take a part of the Word and apply it to your life. Because what do we see in the Marcianic writings? We see the apostles taking bits of the Scripture from the Tanakh and applying it to the message of what they want to deliver. So, you know, it's okay if you're just taking a portion of Scripture. We know there's more around it as long as we're keeping it within context. That's what is important. All right, so let's have a look at where we are. Let's look at uh, verse 51. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be ch- and the imperishable will be changed, for the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. It doesn't matter what level it goes to. Even if the devil kills you, he still loses. He still loses. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to Elohim. He gives us victory through Yeshua the Messiah. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of Yehovah because you know that your labor in Yehovah is not in vain. Always give yourself fully to the work of Yehovah. So in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the difficulty, it doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter, you know, how dark the world gets. In fact, the darker the world gets, the lighter the light of Messiah will shine through your life. Persecution, you don't have to pray for persecution to stop. You know, just change the title instead of, why am I always in these fires? You know, maybe God wants to tell you that you're a firefighter. And that's why you're in all those fires, because he trusts you to go and proclaim the word, to proclaim deliverance and freedom to the captives. Verse 57, but thanks be to Elohim. He gives us the victory through our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through Messiah. Yeshua, I just want to thank you for what you have done within our lives. We worship you. We proclaim the victory. We proclaim the victory because you are an amazing God. You're an amazing God. It's like I said in Ephesians chapter 6, in verse 11, it says, Put on the full armor. Put on the full armor. We don't want to be half-dressed for the kingdom work. We want the full armor of Elohim. So be encouraged. Let's be strong. <laughs> be strong in the Lord. Finally, be strong in the Lord in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of Elohim. Now, isn't it amazing what we see here in the midst of this chapter in Ephesians chapter 6? If you just look at it, we're talking about children obeying your parents in Yehovah for it is right. Honor your father and mother. So, you know, we're, we're seeing how fathers need to operate, how children need to operate, how slaves need to operate towards their masters. And basically, what was what, what it saying? Who are you serving? You know, you're not just waking up to serve God for four hours a day. Well, you know, I'm just going to clock in Jesus. I'm going to clock in <laughs> Yeshua for my nine till five as a believer. You know, that's the time I'm giving you. When you come to faith, you know, it's all to Yeshua that you give. You know, so it affects every aspect of your life. It affects your household. It affects who you are in every aspect of your life. You can't just say, well, I'm just going to give you my work and life, God. But, you know, my home life, I'm going to keep that separate. Are we ready for the battle in every aspect of our life? Fathers, husbands? Are we protecting our wives? Are we protecting our children? Are we protecting our families? Are we protecting our community? Are we elders within the gates of the communities so that we can bring protection to our communities? So that's what we're talking about. We go through all of this and it says, finally, be strong in the Lord. You know, recognize that you're not just some part time believer. Recognize that. If you're a slave or if you're working for someone, that you're not working uh, as unto them, but you're working wholeheartedly as if you were serving Yahovah, not man. And that's where we've got to get to today. The best workforce you can have is the workforce that are under (laughs) the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, look, I've employed a lot of people in companies all over (laughs) many nations and I wish I could say that some of the best staff have been believers. <laughs> and the reality is it's not. And why is that true? Because they haven't learned the importance of what it means to serve wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. And that's where we've got to get to. Are you cheating? Um, are you cheating your bosses? Are you cheating at work? Are, are, you, are you fiddling uh, and, and taking more payments? Then you need to take. what What's going on within your life? Are we working unto the Lord? If you honor Yehovah, he will lift you up. He will lift you up. So let's get the armor of Yehovah on. Let's get equipped. You know, uh, a scripture I share a lot <laughs> in our preparation for life is First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. And it says, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. What do you mean resist him? You mean he found me? You mean the devil's going to find me? Resi- I'm, a, I'm a, Don't I have a hedge of protection around? So when the devil's going around like a, you know, uh, prowling like a roaring lion, he's, he's going to find someone else. He's not going to find me. But that's not what it says in this scripture. It says, be self-controlled and alert. Why? Why? Don't act out of character of who you are a messiah at the challenges and the events that are before you. Be in godly character, be self-controlled, be alert, recognize these fiery stars. devil, is that it? Is that all you have for me today? Well, I come against you in the name of Yeshua. I come against your assignments in the name of Yeshua. I break down those assignments. Why? I'm self-controlled and I'm alert. Maybe you need to speak that over your life. I, Kenny Russell, i am self-controlled. I choose to live life by the Spirit. Speak it out. I'm going to be alert. My mind is going to be alert because I understand that the enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. Not stand firm in your own shoes on who you think you are. Stand firm in the faith. Do you believe that God is powerful enough to bring change to what's before you today? Do you believe that he can bring forth provision? Do you believe that he can bring forth deliverance? Do you believe that he can bring forth healing? My God is able. I am resisting the devil, and I am standing firm in the faith. I know He is able. And it's time for us to rise up and recognize that how how we are serving Yahovah. Do we assess our lives on how we are giving service to the purposes of God in the midst of whatever we face? In the midst of the blessing, are we blessing in the midst of difficulty? You bless your way through those difficulties and watch what God's gonna do. Maybe we just sleep too much, you know? You know, this is what the enemy just wants you to fall asleep and oh, you know, just just take another rest, just take another chill pill in the midst of all your difficulty. You know, you get tough times, what do you do? Fall asleep in the midst of the tough times? Or do you get up and war through the night? Are you willing to pay the price? Give up on your sleep and press in and say, Yehovah, I'm going to press in in Yeshua's name. I am not going to allow the enemy to operate in this way. And I'm going to take out your targets right now in Yeshua's name with the strategy of the Spirit. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Whoa, I'm encouraged. I don't know about you. Man, I tell you, I've been hit with everything today. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 7: Jehovah will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you in one way and flee before you in seven ways. How powerful is your God? How powerful is Jehovah? Those enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that? You know, this is a word. This is a word from heaven. Do you believe the word of Yehovah? You know, we're in preparation in the courts this week. We're dealing with lion devils, uh, schemers, and rattlesnakes. Who have been seeking to um, uh, siphon the funds of the ministry and and destroy our time, destroy our finances. Uh, (laughs) So what are you going to do in the midst of it? You know we're going to press forward in Yeshua's name. Pray for us as we do the preparation for stuff that's going through the courts in Jerusalem this week and into next week. Hallelujah! I can't wait to see the victory in Messiah. Why, devil, you are going to flee. Your decisive plans will flee in seven directions. Why? Because the power of God is with us. The authority of God is with us. And, and we are not going to shrink back. We understand what the Scripture says. We are looking at the Word. We're take. Come on, pick up your Bible. <laughs> pick up your iPhone Bible, your iPad Bible, your computer Bible. Start proclaiming the word and speak the word back to God. This is legal. This is the law. You're speaking forth the law. You know, the Father has given you permission to speak his word back to him that it will be accomplished. And some of you are just thinking, all I need to do is just put the name in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, at the end of my prayer, and it will be settled. You know, we're not involved in witchcraft. It's not abracadabra Jesus come forth or abracadabra Yeshua. Where are you? Do you know your rights in the kingdom? The Father's already given you your rights. You can proclaim the rights and see the blessing. We have Messiah sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding on our behalf. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. And what's the Holy Spirit doing? Interceding On our behalf, that we will fulfill the will and the purpose that the Father has over your life and over my life. I want to do your will, Father. I want to be about your will, your purpose. It is so awesome to know that we can walk through life and bring the words of truth to the brokenhearted, bring healing to those. In need, Bring deliverance to those that are bound. What a blessing. May the fruit of the Spirit come forth from this message tonight and bring blessings to our heart. I just want to encourage you. Rise up. Rise up. Maybe you've got to take a step of faith. There's actions that God requires you to make. <sighs> well, I'm just going to fall asleep in the Spirit and just let God do everything. And he's saying, What's God saying? I'm looking for a body. I'm looking for someone who is uh, possessed by the Holy Spirit. I'm looking for someone who's born of the Spirit. And like we read on that scripture about Yeshua being the gate, you know, enter in through the gate. You can't jump over the wall. And when you come in through the gate, you can go in and out from that place. Because you're coming in legitimately. You're coming in legally. You are a citizen of heaven. You're an ambassador. If anyone touches you, they are touching the king. Do you understand who you are in Messiah? So I'm just getting my ambassador suit on tonight. I'm getting my authority on. The full armor of God. I'm making a declaration against the assignments of the enemy. I'm going to stand. When you've done all this, I'm going to stand. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to get out of place. I'm going to stand and see the deliverance of God. Father, you're our provider. You're our source. You can do it. If you're sick in your body right now and you need a touch from heaven, you need a miracle, then just put your hands on the part of the body where you're sick and we're just going to pray for you right now. Father, I pray, Father, for every infirmity. I say you have to go in Yeshua's name. We rebuke the disease because by your stripes we are healed. We speak the word of God back to you. Yeshua, you taught us. You said go into the world and preach the gospel. Lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Cast out devils. That's what it says. Baptize. In the name of Messiah. That's what we're called to do. So we release the healing power of Yeshua over your life. Just receive your healing right now. You don't have to be sick anymore. Spirit of addictions, go in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Cancers, go. Tumors, go in Yeshua's name. If you've got a broken bone, I speak supernatural healing over that bone right now. Come together, be stitched together, be healed faster in Yeshua's name. Because there is power in the name of Yeshua. We thank you, Father. We understand the authority that you have given us. So listen if you're in the battle, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just on the Bible app on the scriptures on warfare and just going through different scriptures and just being encouraged, you know it's who the Father is. First uh, Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Come on, fight the good fight of faith. You know, look. There's there's one thing about just going through and reading things and standing there. There's another thing about when we come together as a community, and we're a community. You know, right now we're on a live broadcast. You might be watching or listening by podcast later, but I, I'm just encouraging you right now, as we are, as I am speaking forth the word. Join with me and proclaim the word over your life. Say, devil, I've had enough. I'm going to stand on my bean patch and you are not going to take over my bean patch. You are going to have to move. I'm not going to move. Stand your ground and see the deliverance of a mighty God. Come on, speak forth the words of life and you will see the promises fulfilled. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word tonight. You know, the thief and the Savior. Who are you going to let into your house. Are you going to put resistance against the thief? If there's the thief in your house, we say, Go in Yeshua's name. You have no place in our house. You are not going to affect us, but we welcome the Saviour. We welcome life and life to the full. Abundant life. Receive abundant life this day. And may the joy of the Lord that we read in Psalm uh, 65. May may you have songs of joy in this season. So what am I saying? Is it tough? Is it difficult? Do you not know the way forward? This is what Yeshua is saying. Praise me. Can you praise me in the storm? Can you praise me in a difficult place? If you can praise me when all hell is let loose around you, if you can praise Me, in the midst of all of the difficulties, says, Yehovah, you will see my victory. Because you're standing on your legal right. You're standing on the promises that the Father has set out so that you can walk in victory. So, so they take your life. (laughs) Everything gets broken. You're standing on the promise Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you know what Nebuchadnezzar, I'm not going to bow down and worship you because my God is real. If he saves me, if he doesn't save me, it's not going to change my statement of faith. If you throw me in the fire and I don't see deliverance, it's not going to change my statement of faith. But just so you know, my God is able to save me from the fire. But if he doesn't, I'm going to praise him anyway. You're not going to have the the last laugh. You're not going to have, oh, well, look at that weak-minded uh, individual. No, we are spirit-filled, washed with the blood of Yeshua, standing on his promises. What are we doing right now? We've been focusing on the roots of our faith, and now we're focusing on the fruits of our faith. It is time for us to be overcomers. It's time for us to have our finances restored. It's time for our lives to be established, to be restored. Everywhere the enemy's stealing, you shall not in Yeshua's name. We come against your attacks. We come against your assignments. And we recognize that we are firefighters for the kingdom of Yahovah. And we're not afraid when the fires come. We're not afraid when the arrows come. We have the shield of faith. We're not afraid when the devil is coming around like a roaring lion looking for who he may, may devour because we have the ability to resist him. And we will overcome. So you're an overcomer. You're blessed and encouraged. <laughs> Come on, rise up. Speak to your soul. Are you downcast? Are you discouraged? You know, on our, our Zoom call yesterday, we talked about Discouragement. And, you know, what causes discouragement when the inner voice becomes so quiet that the voice of the enemy starts to take over? And that's where you can end up in depression and in discouragement when the voice of the flesh and the voice of the devil is louder than the voice of the spirit. So how do you overcome from the inside? You allow the Holy Spirit to speak forth, to rise up, to bring forth his Words that you live life by the Spirit. It starts within. It's not, oh, I'm living life by the Spirit because I said so. No, the only way to live life by the Spirit is allowing the Holy Spirit to function in your life. Present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Yehovah. It's your spiritual act of worship. I want to walk in the fullness of God's will. I want to see his promises. And I know that's your prayer too and your desire too. So, Father, I pray For every person that is listening at the sound of my voice, watching, I pray, Father, that you will give us incredible testimonies in these coming days. We look forward to what you're going to do within our lives so that we can take the victories from the battle, then we can take the testimonies from the tests, and we can proclaim your name to this generation and be an encouragement to each other. Thanks for watching. Look forward to hearing the testimonies of what the Father's doing in your life. If you want to share testimony, you can do it right here in the comments if the Father's blessing you. Uh, Christine says, Always blessed following the messages. Thank you, Kenny. And all who are together here, blessings and peace to you all. Give praise even in the dark. He is my light. Hallelujah. So what are we doing? We're encouraging each other in the Spirit. If you're blessed and encouraged, just send me an email, write to me, let me know what the Father's doing. Send me a Facebook message, write to me uh, through uh, YouTube or however. I want to hear your feedback. Why? Where's the confession? Where, where's the time of testimony? Every Sunday night, I just want to invite you to join with us on a Zoom call, 9.30 Israel time, 7.30 British time. I'm not sure what it is in America. 2.30 on Sundays, East Coast, and then work out whatever time zone you're in. I think uh, Australia, nine hours ahead. Uh, so 9.30, that's like early hours of the morning. <laughs> 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6.30 in the morning, Australia time on Monday morning. That's the time we're doing a live time on Zoom just to be an encouragement so we can share and we can uh, speak and, and it will be broadcast only in the private uh, Bulldoze of Faith intercession group uh, so that the, the Zoom call is private, it's not public, it's only for our community just to be vulnerable and to be open and just to share our hearts with each other. It's not the recording that goes on to the, the Facebook gets deleted after uh the the time we spend together because it's about just being on that call esther says it's 5 30 in australia not 6 30 okay (laughs) hallelujah we've got miguel there as well welcome good to see you all so anyway thanks for blessing (laughs) thanks for bless (laughs) thanks for blessing us with your presence Amen. Have a great day. Have a great night. And, uh, you know, let's stand in prayer for what's going on in America as well. I know there was a comment right at the beginning there. I just saw a comment there from Rai. She was asking, uh, do you have a word for President Trump? Um, is he going to serve a second term? You know, you know what, I just want to be focused on what the kingdom is doing. Yes, we want to make an impact and an influence. But when we look at all of the things that's propping Trump up and how people are saying, uh, you know, this is why uh, Trump should have a second term because of what he did for Israel, because of all the things he did towards Israel. Therefore, according to the scripture, he should be blessed. And, you know, my response is plain. I am not investing, look, I can invest in the natural and, and business and different things. I'm not investing in the vision of modern day Zionism because it's the angel of light. I'm investing in biblical Zionism. That's how we're called to walk. That's how we're called to function. So you want to see the promises, then who is Israel? If you are not in Messiah, you are not Israel. That's what the scripture says. If remain in me, if you are not in me, you are not for me. (laughs) Salvation is found in no one else, only in the Messiah. So we've got to share our faith in Messiah. And that's who Israel is. There's no such thing as a church. It doesn't exist. It's the word Ecclesia. Yeshua didn't come to bring a new religion. He came so that he can remarry the house of Israel and the house of Judah. The only covenant we can have is in him. And it's because our identity is as Israel. You are grafted in to the commonwealth of Israel. We are part of the house of Israel. Abraham is the father of our faith. If you are not a messiah, Abraham is not your father. So every part of Zionism that any nation gives to, thinking it means it's going to give blessing back to their nation, that's just false teaching. Because Abraham, he is only the father of the faith of those of Messiah. So if you are Jewish by blood and you, are, you deny the Messiah and you have not repented and come unto the Messiah and accepted Yeshua as Nazareth, as a Messiah, Abraham is not your father. All right. Well, I'm sure that sorted out a few things right there on <laughs> how we're called to walk and how we're called to function. Listen, if you're blessed and encouraged with the messages, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, I want to encourage you at this time to give. Uh, The header, you have the way to give. If you're listening by podcast, uh, it's bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give, and you can give in your local currency um, or with Visa, MasterCard. If you want to give uh, as well uh, by sending a check, You can see our addresses there in Charlotte, North Carolina. We also have an address in the UK. Um, But I highly recommend that Give Online because it's difficult getting to the banks with the bank times in different countries for our volunteers to cash the checks for the ministry. So if you can give electronically, that's good. If you want to do a draft to the bank, it's got bank draft details there too. So you can do it that way or by uh, credit or debit card. Thank you for everyone that supports us. Listen, we are up against things in an incredible way right now. We have, uh, you know, we've got so many demands on every side. And because of, you know, what we're all going through, not just what we're going through in Israel, this pandemic is all over. But when the, the country starts shutting you down and you can't function, you can't travel, you can't open your business, you can't work, it has an effect and, you know, we know that we have many people in the marketplace that are supporting our business. And there's many people who can't give right now because of what they are personally going through. So we just ask for the body of Messiah. If you are blessed during this pandemic and you're blessed financially, consider giving to build those our faith. Because we need your help at this time to stand with us in the gap that we can bring and take the kingdom to this generation. We do it together, and that's what I love about this. It's not just about uh, receiving finances so that we can do what we're called to do. When you are pouring finances, you are planting seeds into this ministry that's making a difference in the lives of others. Hallelujah. Blessings. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Okay, shalom, shalom.